the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey there, it is Faith Talk Live. I'm McProbst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. What a pleasure to talk with Irene Rollins. She is an author, speaker, minister, and she's got a great book coming out August 2nd. Reframe Your Shame, Experience Freedom from What Holds You Back. Irene, how are you? I'm doing great. Honored to be with you both. Now, see, Irene, you being in West Palm, you should be doing this outside, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's there's a tropical storm going on outside. So oh no, no. Yikes. Well, wow. so you need to be where Dan is because there's never a tropical storm where Dan is. It's always peaceful and quiet. There's nobody on the beach. It's great. That's great. <laughs> now you have quite a story, and this book talks about it. Uh, you and your husband co-pastored a mega church in Baltimore, which we just talked about before we went live. A successful church. But you had some struggles, and uh, but uh, you, you made it through it, and uh, you have written about it. Let's talk about it. Where do you want to begin? Wherever. I mean, we. I guess I could start from the beginning. My husband and I met on the job. We uh, served his parents at their church for about 10 years, and then they transitioned the church to us, and we relaunched it as I-5 City. And we were about three years into th this new responsibility of, uh, you know, leading a church along with three kids, two dogs, the whole nine. And I did not realize how um, emotionally unhealthy I was. Mm. And when we reintroduced alcohol into our life, I began to medicate with alcohol. And over a six year period of time, I fell into a full blown addiction to alcohol. Uh, mm. So it was, I was a functional alcoholic. So during the day, looked like everything was fine. We, I went to work, did HR, that part of church. And when I got home, I began to like a glass of wine with dinner, went to every day a bottle and a half wasn't enough, had to start yeah. adding vodka to it. And uh, my husband and I argued about it all the time, relational issues, which is a huge sign that there's a problem <laughs> and someone mm -hmm. has a problem with addiction. And uh, eventually he gave me an ultimatum, either get help or I'm leaving. And I hit rock bottom, uh, pastor's wife, mom in rehab. And it, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Best wow. thing that happened to me. Because that the shame of like being a leader in God's church and ending up in rehab where they're taking my shoelaces and, you know, it's a humiliating experience. Yeah. Um, I thought to myself, nobody can ever find out about this, <laughs> but God has a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> Romans eight twenty eight. he works mm -hmm. all things out for his good, so... I dove into that experience and uh, reframed my shame into purpose. And I dove into, um, so this particular trauma uh, treatment center, well, addictions uh, treatment center dealt with trauma. So they dealt with your addiction through the lenses of trauma. So we went way back to childhood stuff, shame, dysfunction, family dysfunction, codependency, all the things that actually led me to drink and yeah. made me 
emotionally unhealthy, we dealt with those root issues and I got free. And two years and three months into my sobriety, we shared our story with the church and the church blew up. It got it like literally our, it was like my first introduction to our church. They were like, we didn't know you. We did really did not know you did. you." <laughs> so, yeah. um, yeah. And like, literally we had a lot of empathy and me too's and the church grew because people were really looking for something authentic and leadership. And I thought it was going to be quite the opposite that people were going to yeah. throw stones at me. Sure, sure, <laughs> um, sure. I was prepared for that. And it was actually the, and has been the opposite. I am six years, eight months sober now and um, just fighting the good fight and celebrating my recovery and trying to help people get free. Wow, man. How much could that help our church just to be real, just to be honest, instead of putting leaders up on a pedestal that they're never going to send, nothing's ever going to happen. Just being honest and real and, and how people can just go, wow. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And, you know, I don't necessarily feel like everyone may have my story of, you know, hitting rock bottom in that way. But Mm. what I like to tell people is, hey, if we get real leaders and literally pass this down to the rest of our church, if we get healthy, if we get emotionally healthy, if we deal with our trauma, if we take care of our mental health and pass that on to our church, it's the best thing we can do. I mean, including the marriage piece, because I could have lost my marriage. Right. So my husband and I healed our God restored our marriage. Our kids are doing amazing. And because I took them along the journey with me, see Mm. people focus a lot on the person who's in the addiction, right? That they're addicted and they have to get sober and what have you, they need counseling, but which all of that is true. But the, the loved ones and family members of the person in the addiction are just as sick emotionally mm, as the person yeah. in the addiction. And wow. so we address that head on. They sell They were in counseling. They were in Al-Anon, Alateen. Um, I would come home from AA or celebrate recovery and share how, you know, the things I've learned in, in my journey of recovery. They've been right along with me by my side, learning, growing. And so now it's like, we get why mommy drank. (laughs) We understand that she had some things happen to her in her childhood that were super painful and she didn't know how to deal with them. Mm. And so now we talk about things, we deal with things head on so Mm. that we don't, and we're very aware of the addiction spectrum. So now we're able to speak to it and stop. Like I like to tell people, let the bottom come up to you <laughs> instead of hitting <laughs> rock bottom. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully the listeners are like, you know what? Is there anything in my life that's out of moderation or yeah, headed sure. to tipping point? Maybe I should address it before it ta- it, it addresses me. <laughs> mm, yeah. Reframe your shame, experience freedom from what holds you back. Irene Rollins with us. Yeah, right, Irene. I was going to say. It may not be alcohol. It may not be drugs. But, you, I mean, we're all fragmented and broken, right, and have some type of trauma and constantly – it's like television. If I – you know, for me, I mean, nothing against television, but if I have a hard day, my medication is going and vegging in front of the television. I'm not really dealing with my – with whatever it is mm-hmm. I'm challenged with. So it may not be alcohol or drugs or overeating or whatever, an addiction of that sort – but it is trauma that affects us. Just speak to that for just the, 
I hate to say just the regular folks, but we're all regular folks challenged, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, well, I kind of think of the word recovery applying to everyone, not just those people, not just people yeah. in addiction. So right. if recovery, the meaning of recovery is to uh, return something to its natural state of mind, strength, and body, right? If we are to um, recover what has been lost or stolen, that's the definition, then that would apply to all of us because we've all lost something. We've all experienced pain and trauma, like you said. And yeah. those things impact our mental health. They impact our emotional world. So our emotions, if they're not dealt with and processed in an appropriate way, we reach for something to cope with. So that, like you said, it could be TV. Some people it's shopping. Um, so, but the, the whole thing about addiction is the scale is so interesting. We start out with something just, oh, you know, a little shopping therapy. But if it lights up that part of the brain, <laughs> mm -hmm. then perhaps a person who has experienced trauma and or it doesn't. Well, we all have. But severe trauma, more mm -hmm. severe trauma is going to be rolling out the red carpet for addiction because our brain has an injury if you look at it that way. So yeah. if if wow. we don't treat the injury, we're going to be craving something to take that pain away if we don't know how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. And I was a Christian, I am a Christian, a follower of Jesus, love the Lord, but there was a lid even in my relationship with God. Hmm. I would turn to God, go to counseling, do all of the right things that a good Christian woman should. But I touched something, <laughs> which was alcohol, that I did not realize was not beneficial for me. Totally legal. You know, it doesn't say in the Bible, don't drink, right? Right. It says leaders shouldn't get drunk, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I ignored that part when I was in my uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to pay attention to that part. Yeah. And what happens is it, it um, I fell into it without even seeing it coming. Mm -hmm. So my thought is, you know, recovery applies to everyone because we have hurts, all of us. We have all have hangups, unforgiveness. Um, the hurt could be grief. The hurt could be a divorce, you know, uh, trauma, like you said, um, all kinds of things. Church hurt. <laughs> yeah. 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 We all come from dysfunction. Ouch. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we all have something that could turn into a habit. And that habit is anything out of that can lead to addiction if it's out of moderation. And mm -hmm. we begin to use it to take us somewhere emotionally. There you go. Irene Rollins, Reframe Your Shame, Experience Freedom from What Holds You Back. Irene, we would love to have you back uh, maybe in the fall and just kind of catch up with you. This is good stuff. And mm -hmm. we just barely scratched the surface, didn't we? I know it. But yeah, I'm honored to be here. And I just hope that people get free and from shame and anything that's holding them back from being the best version of themselves. That's why I wrote this book. And um, I just really appreciate you guys having me. Love it. Thanks yeah. to you both, uh, you and your husband and your entire family. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.